0: Alright, live again. So, uh, this is the Kitchen Table Podcast, Uh, starting Entry-Level Entrepreneur, uh, Episode 2. And today, we're going to hit a topic that we kind of discussed recently, we thought it was really important, and it's uh, cutting costs versus increasing sales, and the differences between the two, and why there's advantages to one side or the other. Um. I think there's like a lot to be learned here and a lot to be thought of, especially when you're operating at a small scale, the there's there's you know, one thing works a lot more a lot better than, than something else. Because like at a small scale, your cutting costs are gonna make a bigger difference percentage wise at a lower revenue. Right. Right. Um, you know, at a at a higher right. revenue point, you're going to have to cut more costs which are still probably a same percentage point, a same percentage of your revenue as a small scale, but it's your, you'll have to cut more things. Like, for example, if you have a five to $100 a month subscription to software that you could do without, if you're making a million dollars a year, that doesn't do much for you, cutting that one piece of subscription software. But if you're making $100,000 a year, that makes it a huge difference for you, but it's still one item versus, you know, you would have to cut, that's, that's half a percent of your revenue what would it take to get a half a percent of your revenue at a million dollars a year? It would take $5,000 worth of software cuts mm-hmm. or something else, which could be five or six items makes the decision a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just point one, right? Mm-hmm. I think that we, I think we have a lot to go on here. Well, and, and could yes, I so share so that, this example? Yeah, yeah, yeah go, go that. kind of
1: dovetails in this kind of, uh, uh, a similar example. Um, so, and this is Brady speaking. Um, so let's just take an example where you have $100,000 in revenue. Let's call it a month. Um, and then you have uh, $90,000 in cost. So that's a 10% margin. Um, and you're making 10000 in profit. Um, so let's first go the cutting cost route. Well, let's say that we're able to cut costs by 10% because that's pretty reasonable. Um, so that would be nine thousand dollars. Let's go ahead and bump that up to ten thousand um, dollars because that would double our profit. So um, we had a hundred thousand a month in revenue, ninety thousand in cost. that gave us a ten thousand uh, dollar in ten thousand dollars in profit a month. We are now spending eighty thousand because we cut ten percent um, of our cost. And so now we have double the profit, we have 20K a month. Now, if we got that same 20K a month, we got that extra 10K a month by increasing sales rather than decreasing cost, what would it take to get another 10K a month? Well, at 10% margin, um, it would take, sorry about that, at ten percent margin, it would take double the sales to double the profit um, versus cutting costs ten percent and doubling the profit um, and the point about that is that's money that's right there on the table if you're spending money you know if you're spending an extra dollar that's a whole extra dollar that could be profit you know profit is that those are the last dollars that come in um, whatever your margin is is you know your first if your margin is 15%, your first 85% goes to your cost. Um, so
0: that, that makes sense, too, because cutting costs is effectively 100% margin.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah. Versus exactly. revenue Versus dollars. is whatever your margin is. Versus, so whatever yeah. your margin is, it's never going to be 100%. It's never
0: going to be 100% where expenses are always 100%. Exactly. Uh, so this this kind of you know is obvious at this point, but I'm pretty sure we're in favor of cutting costs versus increasing <laughs> yes. sales. And that's also because of the position that we currently sit at, which is small-scale private equity.
1: Exactly, yes. We want due to diligence. buy businesses. Oh. Due diligence.
0: Yes. We want to buy businesses and make them more operationally efficient and increase the margins quickly – Versus
1: going in and increasing sales over the course of two to three years. And there's almost always an opportunity there. Instantly when you start looking at a tax chart and start looking at numbers, you can instantly see where people are paying for things that Mm -hmm. you're not going to pay for. And the more businesses you have, and at this point we have a few businesses, Mm -hmm. it helps lower cost. Yeah, there's instantly. synergy. I know yes. that's
0: that's kind of like a buzzword,
1: but there really is. Yeah, yeah, you
0: instantly lower costs. Yeah, um, you do. You can you can dovetail things into your current businesses and let like accounting, for example. Yes. Bookkeeping. Yes.
1: You, you have one subscription. You wind up doing it. You yeah. know, you do it all. Yeah. Or, your tax your taxes are done by the same people anyway. You know, right. It doesn't scale up. Right. Right. HR.
0: Probably right. a similar thing. Probably a similar thing um the, the so we're we're in that boat, partly because we believe in it, and secondly because it's directly applicable to our line of business right now i mean it it's so
1: much easier to do going in and to suck to a new operation mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and and it's also easy to do in an existing operation, maybe not ten percent, mm-hmm. but typically at any time i mean I know we we need to get back to it uh at one of my companies we always had we had a monthly meeting. And at the time, we were very budget conscious, so that's why we had it. But every month, um, we looked at the budget um, as a group and cut everything we could. Mm-hmm. And every month, something was coming up that could be cut. Right. And gradually, we started, we just got in the habit of cutting things. And then to bring a new cost to the table it was like a big deal. Like, you want to bring this after we just cut this? Right. Okay, but everybody's noticing. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Um, So you know, even if it's an exit and that's something that we still, we were, you know, five years old at that point. And, uh, so you can be an existing operation and still start gradually cutting cost. Right. And, um, and that's, you know, I think I, I could go a little deeper too, even about layoffs and things like that. Um, that might be a whole nother, uh, topic, but, uh, probably a whole different podcast, but, um, a lot of times, saving a failing company, you know, that's your immediate way yeah, to save reduce. it is to cut costs. Yeah. Rather, you know, so you see companies do this all the time—public mm-hmm. companies, mm-hmm. um, companies in the stock market. Um, it's a very common thing to do, um, but cutting costs is a lot of times the quickest way to have immediate cash because a company typically has accounts receivable meaning that companies um are paying them over the next thirty to ninety days. So um let's just say you have a business that employs, you know, thirty people and all of a sudden the next day they employ fifteen people. Um and their production is half of what it was. Now typically it's not like that because per core production is decreased the least. You know, you'll probably decrease Mm -hmm. your core production fifteen percent and your overall it costs and payroll costs something like thirty percent or something, forty or more percent. You know, I'm just saying your focus, your production is going to be the last to go. There's right. usually some fat right. that could be cut. Yeah, um, yeah. Not to be rude, um, but uh, anyway, um, man, I had a good point there and I lost it. Well, well,
0: think about uh, it. Well, well, I, well, I was, well unless well,
1: you're there, I, I I was almost done. Anyway. Okay, okay. But but the point is. Um, Immediately, uh, there. You know, if 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 you just cut half of your cost, and you're going from thirty to fifteen, you have accounts receivable of the last thirty to ninety days for a company that's twice that size. Now, not only, you know, and let's say that you were, you know, barely making money, or you were breaking even, and predicting you're about to be losing money, or let's even say you were losing money. Let's say, uh, you know, you you were in the hole. Uh, headed down but instantly by cutting half of your cost you know you could instantly be at even if you were losing money you could instantly be at 30-40% margin yeah, just you like could, that you, could a profitability. you compare that over the next 90 days to accounts receivable that is for the size of a company that's twice your size so now your margin gets even sweeter right because mm-hmm. not only are you getting not only just by your size adjustment are you now considerably profitable, more profitable than you were, or profitable, you know, maybe you were losing money in the first place, but not only now you're more profitable, but for the next quarter, you get this inje- this cash injection, and then that really starts to carry you. Uh-huh. So, you can really turn a business around, you know, going from like, you know, two months cash to ten months cash in the blink of an eye, just mm-hmm. by making a smart move. Right. So, right. Um, and... A lot of times those moves, um, and sadly enough, I've done that three times. Those moves, and in, in I hope to never do layoffs again. We have, you know, we hire so much differently because of this. You know, um, most of the hires we made, you know, I didn't like for that reason. I'll go ahead and say I, mm-hmm. I never liked growing after the first layoffs. I wanted to grow very organically for those reasons because I always. I never want to go down that road and it, it happened enough that I think everybody got on board. Sure, and we wanted it to be a very slow thing. But cutting cost was immediately there. Well and, and the other thing to think about too,
0: and and I think that we should switch sides here in a minute and go to maybe the the, the positives of increasing sales, kinda of trying to pre- try to present the other side. I think we're pretty we're pretty serious about how cutting cost is better, but there there's probably some pitfalls we can yeah. think of. You know, yeah. you know. Well, I, I, before that, I have one more example. Uh, I, sure. do okay. I do too. I do too. But that being said, so like costs need an ROI, and if your ROI on those costs is twenty percent, and your margins are fifty percent, then you're only making ten percent on those costs. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yeah. And so, like, you're not. It's it, it's just so obvious. In a lot of scenarios especially if you're looking to acquire a business validate revenues validate the heck out of the revenues but see where you can cut costs because that company could be a lot more profitable than it is and a lot of times it takes outside eyes to see inefficiencies like you look at it they say we need this because they're in a rut this is the way they're operating but they may not need that you may be able to shake it up there's a lot of reasons to acquire a business. Simply based on the fact that you can really increase the efficiency. And I think even at a small scale, that's very applicable. Yes. So do you have another point?
1: Yes. Okay. Uh, okay, so one more point. And this is, you know, uh, coming from the vending world because we have a vending company. So this is an example of expired product. So this mm-hmm. is inventory that you have in any situation um, that... Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a soda, but in this case it will be, we'll call it a Coke. Uh, So let's say that I'm buying Cokes at a dollar a piece and I'm selling them for a dollar and 75 cents a piece. So let's say that I let 20 expire in a machine. I've overstocked it, I'm not paying attention to um, how many I should be putting in at what frequency. Um, And I let 20 expire. So that's $20 of expense. Now I'm going to have to sell 27 more cokes just to break even. So instead of losing $20, I spend $47 because then I have to buy 27 more cokes to make up for that loss, and then sell those and receive $47 for those 27 cokes um, at $1.75 each, and now I've broken even. And I've had to go through all that work and. Selling 27 Cokes otherwise would have been very profitable. Um, and if I'm selling those at dollar fifty, it's 40 Cokes I would have to sell to get my money back. So um, it's better for that machine to even sit there empty and have no cost at all. Um, you might have the cost of a service request or someone complains that the machine is empty, but there's typically another place for them to fall. They can press another button, land mm-hmm. somewhere else. It's better for them than getting an expired product, um, you know, and creating a service complaint right
0: right yeah Um, service complaints are way harder to deal with than simple service calls yeah a service call can be put off a service complaint has to be handled because that's actual service you know exactly and this
1: is all kind of kind of private equity stuff but one more example too you know in your home if you let's say that you have a mortgage um and it wasn't ideal you know circumstances when you finance it and let's say um, now, this may be good rates in a in the coming years, who knows, but let's say that you have 5.5% um, and you're looking at um, investing in a stock portfolio, creating it, indexing, you know, what give it to somebody else or whatever, but let's just say that you know that you're looking at and you should know you're looking at 5% sub 5% in this mm-hmm. market, so... Um, You compare that to you could be immediately cutting 5.5%. That's guaranteed 5.5% that you're getting right there by paying off your mortgage early if you're paying down your principal. That's Mm -hmm. guaranteed 5.5%. Now, it's not quite that easy. You're going to have to actually be a little ahead of that because of inflation. I think that's a whole nother topic. That's we a whole other probably topic. do a whole thing on yeah. inflation. Yeah, yeah. but um, you get you get where I'm headed here. But in principle, um, in principle, you're yeah, thinking that you way. know, if you're looking at investing your money, and it's you're not looking at getting anything really higher than your mortgage or just a couple of points higher, even if you're looking at getting six or seven percent, mm-hmm. you should probably pay down that. That's your best uh, return right there. Is paying off that mortgage.
0: Absolutely. It's your best return by far. Yeah, I mean, and that's the, I mean, and personal finance I think would also be a really interesting topic for discussion in detail. Yeah.
1: Versus what going out and getting more money, you know, getting yeah. a second job. Well, I almost working overtime. Earlier. That yeah. would be your your extra. That's your sales, alternatives, you know, And I was going to um, hit on that, how applicable it
0: is to and the then household you have to earlier. Pay taxes, right? Right. You don't have. It's not.
1: It's not one to one. It's about one yeah. to four. Yeah,
0: is the difference in in actual cutting costs versus. Versus increasing. Of course, sales. you
1: would have some taxes on paying your principal, but it would be, yeah, you know, it, it's that, similar. You might want to pad it one or two percent, but it sure. would probably cover that. Sure. Um, okay, probably enough on so, that So, so maybe let's flip, let's flip sides. Yeah, let's
0: flip sides. So, I have a couple of points that that are definitely, you know, could make you turn the tables, and it's and it's uh, you know, very applicable to the style of business you're running too. Private equity, if you're doing your own private, private equity has a lot of meaning. But say that if you're in a, in a funded startup, sales are the goal, like cutting costs isn't the goal. So obviously it's where you're, it's where you're at as far as what your business looks like. But one, one big, big reason to increase sales versus cutting costs is if you're looking to actually sell your business down the road. You wanna increase the valuation and generally valuations increased, valuations based on revenues in some sort. Obviously, you base it on cash flows in some situations, but cash flows will go up with revenue most of the time. It's harder, but if you wanna increase your valuation, you have to increase sales first. That's a definite pro, so like what's your end goal? Define that and that, that yeah, helps you yeah, decide th- where think, it goes. I
1: think you know, we're talking about cutting costs versus sales. We're talking about from the profit perspective Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so if your goal is more profit right that's it goes up yeah it goes up i mean Um, if your goal is selling on a revenue uh, multiple then that's not you know obviously uh, cutting costs might not be your priority right um, if profit's not going to be a factor there right Um, and just in general if if cost is 10x of sales obviously you need a lot of sales help and perhaps you're in you need increased sales yeah. yeah that's a that's a if you know that's that's a good way to look at it you know where are your costs where are your sales right and uh you know you're kind of all we're already kind of assuming you're profitable or close to profitable to be a, kind of applying that if you're in growth stage um yeah you're going to be as tight as you can in costs right. already and hitting sales as much as you can. So. Um, I don't it's not a one or the other thing probably in that in that case it
0: depends on on, uh, viewpoint basically or like what's your end goal right what situation are you currently in and that's what we're saying that small scale private equity that's what we call what we do small scale private equity cutting costs are your that's your best bet I mean that's why we know it the way we know it it's because that's what we think about a lot but depending on your situation it may not be your best bet, and so it's just kind of nice to think about what situation would the, would, it, would it be to your advantage to increase sales They're out there, they're definitely out there um,
1: the oh other, sure, no, this isn't a, a don't don't increase sales this definitely oh I know yeah
0: it's it's more of like a, like what situation do you apply it in the other the other situation the other thing to think about is sometimes an increase in sales. Actually, will increase in increase margins. There, there's like there's economies of scale to be factored into. Uh, you know, you order a thousand widgets and they cost you ten dollars. You order ten thousand widgets, it yeah, costs point. you four dollars.
1: Great point. Your margins
0: yeah. could go up with economies of scale. Um, and in that scenario, that's business specific. But at the same time, that would be a scenario that you say, okay, well, I think there's more ROI in increasing sales versus cutting costs. Mm-hmm. More eventual profit in there in them. Um, and and that's, that's business applicable too. So, I mean, perfect point. Some private equity, some large-scale private equity companies, that's exactly the way they've operated. So right. some of them have gone through and bought up car washes because the most expensive part of owning a car wash is the soap. I mean, public companies operate Public companies way. operate that way. Yeah. I mean, so they go in and buy all these car washes, and then they can negotiate harder prices, better prices, because they're buying a lot more soap from the soap companies. Right. I've heard of that as actually in practice. And so that's the flip side of what we're talking about. You know, They may have gone in and cut costs and, and increased their economies of scale. But like, let's look at it from one point, and that's what they actually did. So that's you know there, it's apl- applicable there too, and, and obviously it's business specific.
1: And the point I think of this exercise, is, and obviously you can do both. Like mm-hmm. a, a, you just you kind of just said, like, mm-hmm. of course you're going you're going to want to do both. But I think kind of the the point of this exercise is to really look at both and make sure you're looking at both and not just heading off in one direction, right. and kind of writing both plans down. And seeing what's easier to accomplish to get whatever result you're looking at, and too often, people just kind of head off in one direction, whatever they kind of gravitate. It's always towards. increased sales. Yeah, that's, that's a typically natural that's typically the one you get. Uh-huh. Yeah, is we could do, and then you take off on an Excel sheet or a whiteboard uh-huh. and you start. You know, you can go crazy once you start dragging something, you know. Well, most brokers, let's say, the brokers,
0: the way they sell you is, oh, there's a lot of room for improvement on this. Yeah. <laughs> you can sell a lot more. Yeah. But why uh, do you want yeah. to do that in a lot of scenarios? Yeah. that's that also costs yeah. me money and risk. I get to Everybody, work. Uh, awesome. Right. <laughs> I would rather just cut costs. I mean, in a lot of scenarios. But it's not sold that way. And I think the natural reaction for yeah, a lot of people is to point. see growth.
1: Why don't brokers sell that? Because I think that's a better... So it's significantly broker. better but the, in our
0: experience they don't do that yeah they, they say oh there's room for improvement or if you put a credit card machine on this then you know your sales would 2x
1: now we're talking about small time we're small time brokers not I, right. you know selling sub 10 million I guess that's where our, yeah. our brokers are yeah
0: already. sub 10 million acquisitions they're gonna they're gonna sell you on increasing sales most of the time But it's probably because they haven't dug into the business enough to know the inefficiencies. Whereas you'll have the opportunity in due diligence. I wonder
1: if it's like that, if it's commonly like that.
0: That, Maybe we'll find out one day. Maybe we'll find out one day. But that's kind of what you get. But it's something to look out for too because if you're thinking about buying a business in any way, like we mentioned earlier, it's about cutting costs in the beginning. How can you reduce expenses in order to really solidify the business. Cause there's a baseline that business is going to make, even if it's operated poorly, most of the time, unless you start losing clients. But you know, what's that baseline? If you can cut your costs back to that baseline, then you're in a really secure spot. You're in a really secure spot. So you kind of go from there. I think the points are almost all in favor of cutting costs. It's a shame because really there's not that much to be said for well, increasing sales if you look at it from an efficiency perspective
1: yeah just the work the work involved what's right. in, as far as what is immediately on the table it's just, just so often what's immediate, yeah because costs and are you immediate you do it quick you can do it doesn't it doesn't affect your sales effort at all cutting cost takes almost no effort right it takes a little bit of effort you gotta sit down you gotta go through but it happens in a month yeah you feel that in a quickly. month you feel that in two months there's no sales you know close process right um right. back and forth Right. They could yeah. It could take months. It could take two months. Uh-huh.
0: I mean, if you have a two-month sales cycle and you're net 30, you are three months where you get paid. And if you have a cost that you can cut, it's
1: done in a week. Exactly. It's done in two weeks. Yeah.
0: I mean, if you're laying somebody off and you give yeah. them a severance, it's yeah. done in a month.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So- And that's, that's yeah, well, that's a whole other thing, but- yes great point right I mean it's just it's just there like it's yeah. always faster and the, the point else. is that if you do layoffs you do have to you have to do them so early that everyone's having a severance and it's right and, uh, so their health care is extended etc cetera. Cause Cause you know, give them a chance that's a right? whole you know that's a whole other thing is doing it recognizing to do it in time this is coming in month 10 we're gonna do this you know in month six if we don't see these things and we're recognizing this in month two so you have to be really ahead of it probably actually i don't think i've ever been eight months ahead of it but we've been within a couple of quarters ahead right. of it and enough to pad to pay decent you know maybe i should say decent I, that's probably up for opinion but um you know and we've gotten you know you got to do everything you can get people jobs you know mm-hmm. um but at the end of the day, we're talking about cutting costs and that definitely falls under that umbrella. Definitely, um, definitely. So. I think it's so
0: important from an operator's perspective to think about these things logically way ahead of time so you're mentally prepared to hit a wall or right. to have a hurdle come up in front of you. Right. Because like you said, if you're four months, five months ahead of it and you need to lay somebody off, you got time. And like, yeah. we don't want want to go too far down that rabbit hole because that's probably that's a whole other episode but that we've if talked you about. don't do that then you can screw a, yourself really quick yeah everybody screwed even yeah. if you start cu- you have two months of, of cash left and you gotta give everybody a month's severance you're in a bind right you're in a big bind we
1: even had people employees that started working for us after we had went through layoffs a year and a half before mm-hmm. knew about our layoffs but knew they had also went through layoffs at another tech company mm-hmm. but upon knowing how we did our layoffs just the approach of it all you know we let everybody know you know we were transparent you know Uh we let everybody know ahead Uh of time that it wasn't even going well if they wanted to look for jobs and weren't offended right that sort of thing you know kind of let organically some people leave some people leave organically yeah Yeah, that's a good idea Um, and um, so even their their knowledge about it you know that carried it just the way we did it the first time Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. or that time that particular time than, um people that even knew about those layoffs, you know just the way we did it kind of uh, uh was at least talked about in the town and it helped us out you know yeah. so it always and pays to go do at least if you're in a tight situation, do the best you can you know absolutely um, and it's better than losing everybody you know right um and then nobody has you know if you have eighteen and you have to let go of six it's better than then let go of 18 when it's too late. And that's yeah. kind of the situation that these people went through. They're, everybody lost their jobs, and they ended up losing their job the week of before Christmas. You know, just like right. one of those stories. Just right. the worst ever. It was like the week before Christmas, the got to Christmas. Whatever it was, they still hadn't gotten paid in three weeks. They ended up leaving, not paid for the last three weeks they had worked. Uh-huh. So instead of having a severance of being able to at least have a little cushion to look or jump some, you know, look for a place to land. Right. You know. Uh, and it was all of them. It wasn't just, you know, a third of the department or the company. Yeah, it was I mean, the belly majority out. of yeah. They were belly up. They went right. out of business. So, um, and that's the problem of waiting too late. You know, yeah. so it's nasty. It's a sad thing, um, but uh, again, it falls under the umbrella of costs. So that's why we're covering it. Right, and, right. You know? I mean, I think and this is such a good It's with sadness topic. that I talk about all those things. So those were the darkest days in my life for sure right
0: but but that experience is invaluable now right i mean it's a shame but at least you can look back on it as something that you learn from that's
1: why i'm very careful about hiring now Uh my Uh intent is to hire them forever right right (laughs) makes a big difference
0: so i think that's probably uh about our time limit yeah that's good that's that's we we hit it pretty good all right um so that was fun i i think we actually hit on a good topic this time and we Mm -hmm. had some pretty good insights so uh until next time we will uh see you later all right so long